League Podcast Episode 2. Joined again with or me, the host, Hugh, followed by the other host, Andrew Horvath. What's up? Neil Radigan and Hyatt Radigan. Yo. What's up, guys? Guten Tag. Oh, what an idiot. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Germans. Let's, let's end this. Let's end this now. <laughs> Guten Tag. We'll, we'll start again. Right. Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched well, Snatch guys, recently. I was thinking about Z Germans. So Z Germans, yeah. All right, great, great start there, Hyatt. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, today we're gonna be pretty much just discussing the teams. Um, we have a expert who was kind enough to give his position groupings. <laughs> um, had to pay a lot of money to get this wisdom and insight from him. Uh, but we'll just go through everyone's like quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends, and kind of just rank them amongst them and talk about what y'all think about that genius's rankings. Um, before that, I just want to say we, um, so I've had the ad drops locked this whole season so far since the draft, and I'm thinking, what do y'all think? You think now that uh, it's over, I can just open it up and we'll do like once a week with our fab which for those who don't know is fab is free agent acquisition budget yes that's it um so basically you can bid throughout the week and then on i think tuesday we want to do tuesday that sound good tuesday that gives everyone the weekend and then monday to like adjust bids on free agent players and then they will run then, and whoever has the highest will get those players. And uh, But during the season, we'll do it two days a week. So I think we'll do it Wednesday and Saturday mornings. Um, I don't see a reason why we have to have it Sunday because, I mean, you we have so many players on our teams. If you're literally relying on a Sunday morning acquisition, then you're probably Andrew Horvath, so – um <laughs> so i think one question we need to talk about is when are we closing the window so it's opening on tuesday is that for a so, day or when do you no no it, it literally runs in the morning and basically like so you're never like you can pick up someone i guess for zero dollars right but um only that morning so like literally like it like at Four o'clock, four a.m. or whenever it is, it'll run, and whoever put in bids, it like you know whoever put in the highest bids will get those players, and then like then you can't do another change until the following week in the off season or then that Saturday morning. Um, so then there's really like no way unless you're just making a blind claim to see. I think that if we're doing it Tuesday, we have it open for all day Tuesday. The waivers are open all day Tuesday, and whoever joins yeah. the waiver, you know, like maybe I have someone that I've just got in mind, and if I don't get this guy, then I go pick up that guy for free. Uh, I don't like that. <laughs> I, I, I think, well, because Tuesday, but then you have Saturday to do that. So you get two days during the week. So that can be like your first first thought. And then if you don't get, I mean, if you don't get 
someone, you should always have a backup plan. Maybe just put a dollar bid on the backup plan, you know? Yeah, it's the same as any other waiver, right? Where you put in all your claims. Yeah, and they just run them. The only difference is like you can't like so after the waivers run, you see, oh man, no one picked up this guy. I didn't want to spend anything on him. Let me just go grab him today. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's not going to be a case because I I don't like. I mean, if that well, if there was a guy like that, why the hell didn't you bid on him? Because I could get him for free, apparently. (laughs) <laughs> well, then put in a bid for free. It's literally just clicking bid. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, well. Yes. Uh, hi, we're going to have 34 <laughs> rostered players. Yes. I don't yeah. I don't think anyone's going to win or lose a week based on, oh, my gosh, someone dropped Patrick Mahomes. Like, I didn't see that on the waivers. Like, no, it's going to be trash. It'll be. Uh, I don't even have a good example because I don't even know who's possibly available right now. James Robinson, 2.0. Yeah, well, he would—he was added. I mean, he was drafted by the time all drafts were being run, like before the season, because it was pretty clear he was running. So you would rather James Robinson be up for just the first person on their phone to see, like, Oh, they no. just dropped this guy. No, no, I'm saying so. If you someone's dropped, then then they go automatically into waivers for two That's days. That's what I'm yes. saying. Yeah, yeah for the re, for the rest of the time. What I'm saying is whoever was on the waivers and then wasn't there wasn't a claim put on him. That mm-hmm. person can be picked up for that day. So if it's Tuesday, they're picked. They're allowed to be picked up for Tuesday. So basically, whoever wakes up earliest Tuesday. Correct. Yeah, so yeah, you got a leg no, up on that's the That's what I want to – yeah. Well, I mean, put it – Yeah, all right. I, I, I mean, don't think that's – We're splitting point. hairs. I think we're splitting hairs here. If you if you wanted to put in, put in a claim for $0, and then this doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Decided, Hyatt. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're an idiot. I second that motion, and I no, think I we mean, spent it, too much time it, on this. Let's move on. Yeah, this. Yeah, I thought we were gonna go blow through this real quick, and Hyatt throws a curveball in there. Z I, didn't realize, I didn't realize that that was actually an option. So, well, and we can keep discussing it later. But all right, well, so let's hop into the the bones of the episode, or the meat of the episode. Probably that was the bones. Nailed it. <laughs> um. So, if y'all didn't guess, obviously, these are my position rankings. Um, I think for us to discuss, I think we'll we'll mostly focus on running backs and wide receivers. I didn't even give y'all my quarterbacks, but, I mean, I think quarterbacks and tight ends, it's pretty obvious. Um, so, I, I, I might, I'll just read what I got. So, basically, you know, there's, I guess – three Andrews is probably fourth um where like clearly they're the best ones so Coleman has Kelsey which is pretty much the biggest advantage Jason has Kittle if he stays healthy right on par Waller a small step behind them in my view then um that's on Matt's team thank you Andrew Horvath for that trade Uh (laughs) um Hyatt has Andrews and then everyone else is, you know, I, I guess Hawkinson is, uh, he's. I would honestly have Hawkinson ahead of Andrews. I those unbiased. Yeah, the, well, Samuel has Hawkinson. Yeah, um, those two are kind of close because we'll just see, you know, because now he's literally the only target on there. 
Uh, and then everyone else, I kind of just have grouped together. Um, yeah. So, I mean, is there, like, Hoxton, I guess, is the biggest question mark of all of them. You all agree on that? Or potential to, like, maybe make that step up? He's the he's the biggest blue – the biggest blue flame of he could be one of the top guys, but right now he's just, like, a tight end. He's basically Noah Fant every year so far. Just like, oh, my God, he's going to – he's athletic. You're like, yeah, but whatever. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, um, I think that he's yep. got a better path right now, and I, I, he's right there with Andrews for me just because – He's the only game in town there. I mean, yeah. what are they going to do? Throw it to Tyrell Williams? I don't think so. Oh, no, they're going to feed my boy. Uh, what's Perriman? Quintus. Quint- Quintus, yeah. Oh. Cephas. Yeah. yeah. Cephas. Cephas. He was going to be one of my hear-me-outs. I was going to have him outscoring Galladay <laughs> oh, for the season. Then I was like, you know what? That would lead to a beer Jesus. bet that I'm definitely going to lose. So that <laughs> might just – can that one <laughs> um yeah so basically tied in I, I really think it's basically yeah that's, that's it. it it's just whoever has kelsey in a healthy kittle um waller i still i'm still not a fan of waller he's um, but he's target monster good. yeah um okay well let's hop the quarterbacks which is very similar um <laughs> y'all want to hear my biggest riser and dropper of quarterbacks um Deshaun Watson that's so weird yeah <laughs> I wonder why <laughs> yeah I originally had Neil as he's your riser yeah right? riser right <laughs> yeah yeah and then I just massaged that down um nailed it <laughs> <laughs> so uh we got Mahomes with Pimo um, <laughs> sure, I'll still listen to this order. Neil with Watson, Matt with yeah. Allen, um, Josh with Herbert, uh, Jason with Murray. Whoa, the constipated penguin. Yeah, no, well, so I kind of have those five just grouped all together. Well, he has Herbert and Wilson. Um, so maybe if he could somehow guess right with Wilson season. Um. Yeah, I don't even know why I looked at depth there, but then I got Jackson, uh, Dak, or no, uh, well, Clifford has Jackson, um, Coleman has Dak. Uh, let's see, I got. Oh, dude, my guys just all rising. Tannehill, who wait, he's actually my starter and the loser. Then Tua and Cam, both, uh, both, both potentials. I, I believe you're uh, missing. I believe he was one of the top quarterbacks last year. I'm not sure where he finished, but it was I'm pretty sure top three. Yeah, I have you as last with Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins. Um, but really, I think there's a top five, six guys, and then everyone else like has enough potential to piece together a good, like a pretty good team um, season. I don't think this really needs too much diving into nope. right now no okay I hate quarterbacks and tight ends that sums it up yeah yep um so let's uh what y'all want to do first running backs wide receivers running back yeah running back um i was thinking i should we should just like read kind of teams next to each other and then compare um let's start at the top for running backs so i personally have josh 
as the best. Um, and he has Kamara, Chubb, and Eckler. And we're doing starters I, and like flex options. We're not going into bench and everything else. Yeah, exactly. So for running backs, I did three deep, and for wide receivers, I did four deep. And then there's a couple teams that I did one more wide receiver, um, just because I thought they had pretty like. He easily could put one of those. I mean, guys I would throw. Spot. You could throw Gaskin as his fourth running back. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I didn't even look at his depth. Um, and I would say, mm-hmm. um, I know we haven't gotten to him yet, but Clifford should definitely have Chris Carson as his fourth running back. That's not a fourth running back. Oh, that's true. I didn't even realize that. Let me just add that in. No, then that way he would probably jump me. Um. So, do y'all do y'all think that Josh has the best running back? Yep, I have him as number one as well. Three RB ones that could easily finish top ten, especially in PPR. Yeah, again, Kamara, Chubb, and Eckler. Yeah, um, that's and really strong. Like, uh, so Kamara is kind of down in my book, but it's still Kamara. Um, well, let's let's compare him to Pmet, who I have as second. Which Pima is the biggest wild card in all the categories, I think. Um, but strong. Uh, he's got Zeke, Sanders, and Aaron Jones. Um, Aaron Jones is probably the biggest winner so far just because he's back where he's been top five the last two seasons. He did lose yeah. his center, though. And, you know, center is really the captain of the, of the O-line, so hopefully they can get it together. That is the biggest part, but it's he's still in a – Consistent, in general situation. No, agreed. Agreed with that. And he can easily, what, oh, you know, have three or four, maybe even five, like four touchdown games. No. What I think like, what's even what's going to help him more is that he's not. There's no one else to take the passing work. Yeah. So I think that's interesting because I think he, I think he'll lose some of those touchdowns, but then gain more passing work because um, Jamal Williams and him used to pretty much split pretty evenly, but he would get, like, still more of the valuable touches. But now that I don't think uh, um, Dylan really fits as a receiving back. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that hampers and helps him, you know? Yeah. Um. So do you all also have him at number two? I do. Yep, number two. Um, high ceiling, very low floor. Sanders, obviously, depending on how the Eagles do in general – like he, he's obviously a great player, but if the Eagles stink again, he's not going to be relied on a whole lot. And then Zeke, yeah. Zeke just has to honestly have uh, Dak healthy. So as long as Dak's playing, I think Zeke's going to be really good. Yeah, and that's what those two are like. Man, they could be really good, or you know, Zeke could be actually declining. Or was it quarterback? And then Sanders, how's he going to mesh with um? Uh, what's his face getting uh, hurts running quarterback, you know? Mm-hmm. So it'll just be yeah. interesting to see. I mean, they could do great or they could not do great like last year. Yep. So, when Pimo, so, yeah. yeah. When Pimo plays me, I bet you he's going to put up like 90 points between these three. And then when he <laughs> plays someone like Coleman, who's the luckiest motherfucker ever, he's going to get like six points each. I mean, honestly, yeah, honestly he has Melvin Gordon is another. Oh man, he's got Gordon. Um, Maybe yeah. I should have gone four deep for running backs. Yeah. 
let's just add Gordon in here. That's yeah, because uh, Josh has Gaskin and he has Melvin Gordon. Those are those are pretty solid number fours, um, especially yeah, with Philip Lindsay leaving and who knows. Uh, if they're going to address anything or bring another running back in, but Gordon's Gordon's rising as well. Yeah, uh, I can see them bringing in like a receiver. Well, fuck Pima, yeah. <laughs> a receiving uh, running back. I will actually say that even though his looks pretty good, I would actually take Clifford or I think I would take Clifford over him. If Saquon stays healthy, I think that. That could be good. And then Matt, no. just with CMC and Dobbins, even though Drake is going to just be no, pretty much a you're third wrong. down option. No, you're wrong. Well, So, I, th- I actually have those. All right, so it's Matt, me, and Clifford, who I no. interchange quite a bit. Yep. So, Matt has CMC, Dobbins, Drake. I have um, JT, Swift, Gibson. Clifford has Seiko. Uh, Saquon, Jacobs, Robinson, and Carson. And so really, I mean, well, first off, I think Jacobs is now his fourth running back. Um, looking at this list. Yeah. Um, so I think and I had him at the lowest, but I wasn't thinking about Carson. Now I think he hundred percent. He might hop Matt to third. Um what do y'all think about those three? How how would y'all rank Matt, me, and Clifford? I would yep. probably go Clifford, Matt, you. I think that the benefit, if CMC and Saquon are healthy, you don't – I mean, JTT, Swift, sure, they can – or Gibson even. They can all have big games, but they're not CMC, Saquon, consistent big games, you know? That's – Well, have that's you a, heard that their coach calls Gibson CMC? I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> you know, I've – also heard people I've heard so many comparisons to Tyreek Hill and <laughs> just in the past with other wide receivers uh, was it Hollywood Brown Tyreek Hill no that's you can say it as much as you want by coaches I mean, yeah Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians what he's got like five CMC's on his team right now is that what I've heard oh yeah oh wait man should I have add a Vaughn to my list. Apparently, he's <laughs> going to have a huge step up this year. Mm. Hi, you want to give me a first for him? Yeah, sure. Um, 30-31. 30, done. Deal. <laughs> That's the best offer I'm going to no, get. No, I call collusion. He, he, <laughs> he already said we can't do three years out. Three or more years out. He yeah. didn't say anything about yeah, I didn't say 20 years out, though. <laughs> so, I actually have uh, Hugh, Clifford, and then Matt. Hugh, I yeah, I kind of ranked it based on Dynasty, because you know this is a Dynasty League. I but agree with that. What? Exactly. Yeah. JT, Swift, and Gibson are all, what, uh, sophomores, basically? And they're all <laughs> starting. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> CMC. That's what yeah, I, CMC, obviously, yeah. is the best player in fantasy football. But as you saw for his team, he gets hurt. The Panthers suck, and that's going to be the same thing for Matt. So Matt really has to lean on CMC. And Clifford is solid if Jacobs can be Jacobs and Drake doesn't take a lot of work. Uh, I mean, I don't really see a downside to Drake joining Vegas. But, um, yeah, so that's what I have. Yeah. Well, and I will say, so all these rankings I sent to you all are this year's rankings. I do have everyone listed as – 
what their future rankings are too. Um, and of course, yeah, I got myself actually as number one. Actually, I've Hyatt as number two, um, for future, uh, just because he's got two pretty promising sophomores on his squad. Uh, but the future, I was more thinking about two years from now, not even next year necessarily. Um, but. I'm thinking. I'm thinking all in, and I think I think Andrew hit it hit it on the head with that. Um, that Andrew or Clifford and that, yeah, that yeah, get a big yeah. knock with Jacobs and Drake basically bombing that backfield. Yes, and I do Hyatt, have Harrison. Hyatt would be loser. higher. I just up think if, they're if probably going to address something again, three. and I, Cam really hurts that. Yeah, I don't see them really addressing it, but I think. I think Cam does hurt. And yeah. so until they address the quarterback position, I think that Damian Harris is very limited. I will agree yes. with you there. Yeah. And if we want well, sorry, if we if we want to actually move on, I have Hyatt actually lower than Jason because of Harris. I think Cook and Mixon are Yeah, well yeah, let me go ahead. Um I think those two are pretty comparable. Um and then I gotta say, sorry, Coleman, Neil and Andrew. I don't mostly well, y'all don't have starters, and <laughs> your depth sucks. Um, whoa, easy there, Andrew. Don't start squeaking whoa, that toy. That's not me that time. <laughs> that, that, that was Bodie. Bodie. <laughs> okay, okay. I thought that was your response to me. <laughs> yeah, I got to agree. Exactly. I think I think Cook and Mixon trump Akers yeah. and CEH for me. So... I would agree with that, and also I, I don't I even know if I'm bone pick because you didn't list my best running back on like, here. Who's those and, shitty guys you got? Um, sorry. Go oh ahead. yeah, you're supposed to put Chase Edmonds on here. Ouch. Well, Chase Edmonds should be listed as listed as my number one. That is his number you one. You can actually. bump Rojo down the list. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, dude. Come on, Montgomery. He's he's my boy. Neil, we can work something out if you want. Uh, actually, I don't really want Montgomery anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, let me read those. So we got Bring Hyatt it. with Akers, Ceh, Harris, Jason with Cook, Mixon, and Moss. Yeah, I think mostly because Moss is the disgusting. Yeah. Well, I mean, Harris is nothing to <laughs> scoff at. Yeah. Um. You, so I'll really, put it, who wants to do a beer bet right now? Harris over Moss. But Harris isn't much better. Well. To be honest, I think they're going to address their backfield too. So, like, right now I would do it, but I don't trust it before the draft because I think they're going to try to get someone at least. I think Buffalo is more likely to bring someone than New England. I'll take – I'll take – Right, Cook and Mixon you, are above. Hey, I got a beer bet for you. Edwards I'll take his, his top three against your top three this year. That's um, why I have Jason jumping you high yeah. So wait. So you're taking his three. Do you want? Do you want that? These that these bet? six listed. So what? What we've got on our? I'm team taking right his now? top sure. three against yeah. your top three this year. I'm Ooh, in. Mark it, Andrew. I like it. So, God, uh, y'all are betting on Mixon. Right? Actually, y'all are really just betting on Cook, which is probably safe. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so all right, let's uh let's hop to the last. Three. Yeah. Exactly. Coleman, Neil, and Andrew. Go, go, go. Where Cole, basically, Coleman has Coleman. Derrick Henry. 
and y'all don't. Um, <laughs> to Coleman, actually, I, I listen. I think I should be. I think I should be higher than Coleman. I'm but not gonna see, lie. Ed, I got more. That's true. Yeah. I got. But I don't think depth. that makes up at Have least one more Derrick running back. Henry is. I don't think that makes up for it. <laughs> um, oh, I'll stack. Yeah, the, I'll you're, stack you're halfway there. On top of um, so yeah, so he's got Henry, Hunt, and Hines. Or half of uh, Neil's got Henry. Montgomery, Rojo, Mostert, and Edmonds. Edmonds. And Andrew is waiting for this draft. Rookies, man. baby. <laughs> Rookies. Let's go. <laughs> Um, I don't. I think Neil. I don't think you'll yikes. actually ever play all four of them. Uh, I don't think I got use, something for you later, Andrew. I think you're going to avoid a running back in your flex, like the plague. Yeah. But um, I don't hate Edmonds and Mostert when he's healthy. He's great. But I've had him the last three years, and I know how few, how rarely that happens. And so. yeah, coming the biggest Mostert truther. And, um, well, that about rounds yeah. up. Will you I was say, say and Darrington Evans when uh, Derrick Henry shit poops his knee? <laughs> Do you have him? Nope, Neil got it. Neil does. So that's what yeah, I mean. buddy. Oh, oh okay. Best Neil, is that it. what you're rooting for? I got him. <laughs> oh man, Neil. <laughs> Listen, Neil's don't get me started on Reggie Bonifant. When when Neil's CMC goes down this for year, I'm ready to come back right now. Make a comeback. <laughs> uh, well, that right. that about sums up the running backs. Um, I think, I think, uh, I do think there's Josh is pretty much clear cut for me, and then Pino, if like healthy and it goes right, I think he's two. I do think the next three, Matt, uh, me, and Clifford kind of interchangeable but Clifford has upside with the Saquon Carson Robinson side of it um Hyatt Jason kind of together and then Coleman Neil and Andrew at the bottom um obviously that would change no, here soon no, no, Andrew. That, Coleman and Neil are in a tier by themselves all right <laughs> I, know, I just just make that clear <laughs> With Andrew being at the bottom of these lists, I just have to keep telling myself, all right, all right, he's about to have two rookies on this team. Maybe by the end of the year, he could string together a winner. At least two. two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, all right, cool. Let's or, or a full roster. Wide receivers. Uh, yeah, Neil just started uh, salivating on uh, hearing that. Because um, <laughs> yeah. apparently you hate running backs. Yeah. So I think this one's another clear cut. I think Coleman, hands down, has the best for this year. Close. For this year. Disagree. Oh, wait. Okay. I'm sorry. Is this a redraft league or is this a dynasty league? Okay, Neil. Your future ranking is one. Sorry. Is this a dynasty podcast or is this a standard? (laughs) Well, what? Yeah. I mean, All right. So no. Coleman no, has the one. best right now with Adams, Hands Godwin, down. Michael Thomas, and Allen Robinson. I think that's – They could all be top ten yeah. this it, year. 
Neil has AJ Brown, Metcalf, Lamb, and Shark, who will now be the third leading receiver on his team. Uh, Chenault, my boy. Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, future. Uh, I still have Coleman pretty high, uh, just because. I mean, all these guys are kind of in their prime, and you expect them to at least have another year or two. Um, Robinson kind of hurt, uh, but I mean, he's been dealing with it his whole career, anyways. But yeah, Neil. I mean, Neil's so set for the future with this as his core. Um. You just need to kind of lose a lot to get some running backs, you know? <laughs> There's yeah. only one position that Neil cares about. He hates quarterbacks, no, I'm good. tight running ends, and running backs. Man. It's all about wide receivers for Neil. <laughs> That's it. Yep. You don't uh, even have your kickers in this league, Neil. You're screwed. Here we go. Wide receivers. That's true. Where are you going to rely on, Neil? Big. Yeah, are you going for who's that guy coming in from Ole Miss? Uh, is it like Elijah oh, Moore? Receivers. Yeah, Elijah Moore. Is that? Are you just gonna hundred percent take that at the uh, one? Elijah Moore. Yeah, we're gonna be peeing in end zones. Baby. Yeah, that's a heady move, heady play right there. Yeah, you better believe it. Oh um, well, let's go. Uh, Hyatt, I actually had you this year above Neil, but. All right, so I'll read your team. You had Hill, Hill, Allen, Evans, Fuller, and Juju. Um, I think Fuller and Juju are the biggest losers this offseason. Oh, yeah. Um, so that hurts you because I liked your depth. I was like, man, I even went five deep with you. I didn't even yeah. count Carson and Gordon up there, but I went Juju down here. I think that really sucked for you. It did, but they're on one-year deals, so it's – they could get back to free agency next year, find a better landing spot. So, I'm, I like Fingers that crossed. aspect of it. Yeah. Um, I got Pimo next. Who P? I mean, Pimo, Manny better win this year because if it's not <laughs> this year, he's in trouble. Because all right, well he's got Ayuk, which good, good Love core. Ayuk. Uh, mm-hmm. Thielen. Then he's got Thielen, Julio, and Gallup. Which, I mean, Thielen and Julio, if they're healthy, then he's got a juggernaut of a team. Um, I think we can all agree on that. I think it's a juggernaut. Is that juggernaut, juggernaut, sir? Nut? Oh, wow. Juggernauts. These nuts. I believe I have the juggernaut (laughs) team, if anyone does. Neil, I I don't think we can ever insult Neil's receivers again on this podcast because then it will be another 20-minute debate just why – he loves Ole Miss receivers. Well, I think uh, Julio's um, always questionable, right? He's probably questionable right now. Julio's oh, yeah. oh, doubtful. Yeah. They even got rid of the doubtful tag, but Julio's still so doubtful. So that's, that's one of the reasons why I actually have Matt over Pimo. Hopkins, Claypool, and now Galladay. Plus Pittman as a fourth. Yeah, um, I think Claypool yeah. needs to be in red for sure. Nope. No, no, no. Galladay needs to be in red. Uh, well, see, both of them. I I don't think. Well, Claypool was he was more like supposed to be a green, but then he just has the same role as last year. So I don't. I mean, I think we are hoping for better. Um, I guess I could say the same for Juju, but like Juju yeah. for sure was going to be better. I think. 
Galladay, I mean, he's basically just health, man. Um, yeah, he can't really stay healthy. I feel like. Uh, granted, he's more he's more Giants. Yeah, that's mind. true. Uh, but who knows, man? Is Daniel Danny Dimes gonna make the uh, Josh Allen jump this year? All right, sorry, I couldn't say that straight. Um, yeah, I just uh, and then I don't. I don't like either of their last guys. I don't like Gallup or I, I like Pittman for the future. I still, it's going to be a new quarterback. Who knows what um, Wentz has? So just those two, I don't like the last guy. But I think those top three are pretty strong. For yeah, Pitt. I'd be happy with Pimo and Matt's team, wide receiver wise. Andrew, you'd be happy with peanuts, <laughs> man. <laughs> You'd be happy with anyone's team. <laughs> hey, sorry, no, that was just hey, too I'm, easy. I'm not too last in wide receivers. So give me some credit here. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. It's a debate. Um, so then, this I actually think, and this might be my biasy. So I have those. So I got Pima and Matt. Then I have myself and Clifford. So I have Higgins, Moore, Deontay on the train block, <clears throat> Chenault, and Debo. And oh, and I even have uh, Anderson too, if you want to go six deep, because I went seven straight receivers. Oh, uh, and then Clifford has Diggs, Cooper, Hollywood, and Kirk. Uh, what do y'all think so, about these two? So, I mean, his, his top, top two, two are clearly ahead of he, you. he might have the top one two combo right now. Unfortunately, as it stands, and I hate Cooper. Uh, I think. Y'all top three. I think you, Neil, and Coleman have better. Uh, but agreed. Um, yeah, I mean, but Diggs and Cooper are great, and so that's basically I like six of my receivers better than his third receiver. Um, that's yeah, Marquise. That was basically why I put myself ahead of him. But it's hard to deny Diggs and. Amari Cooper. Yeah, Diggs is know. number three last year, so he's just an absolute beast. Uh, Hugh, you're definitely you know set up for the future, so you you have a higher yeah. rank for dynasty purposes. But this year, I think I would prefer you know Diggs and Cooper over DJ Moore, Deontay Higgins. Those those guys kind of look like another two two year. So, yeah. So one thing, Hugh, I think that you're kind of selling yourself short on, and. Is Debo? If Debo is healthy, Ayuk and that's, on Pimo's team that that drops Ayuk drops to the back. Debo jumps up to. I do agree about that. Yeah, and that's he's another health issue guy. Um, yeah. Did we get into that earlier? That he he just played. He and Kittle just they need to like stop taking steroids before games because they're way too jacked up. They just refuse to get tackled and get little injuries that just nag them and get them out here and there until they take a big injury and yeah they're done so like realistically i'm probably gonna start debo as my fourth receiver to start the year um so i do really like my depth and that's basically the only reason i have myself above clifford uh and it's clifford i mean he's gonna fuck it up anyways <laughs> yeah inevitably um, well, let's go to the last three. Andrew, look at that. You're What's not up? last. So we got Andrew, Jason, then Josh. So Andrew has his cornerstone of his entire team, 
his one and only player in the first six rounds, Jordan Jefferson, yep. <laughs> Odell, Odell, <laughs> yeah, Beckham. Odell Beckham. That's it. All right, moving on. Oh no, he's got uh, Jordan Jefferson, Cortland Sutton, Boyd, and OBJ. If Odell gets to you know what pre twenty eighteen form before he got, I think uh, before oh, before wow. his boat picture. I would say if he can get back to there from when he was on the Giants. Um, Are you talking about a three-year gap if he could get back oh, yeah. to there? Hey, man, yeah. if, if Clifford's you. running back duo of Todd Gurley and <laughs> Duke Johnson can return to 2018 as well, dude, he's won well, the league. Wide, wide he's won every league. It's a lot easier than running backs to do that. Not after four years. Yeah, Johnson. You mean literally Duke Johnson? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> yeah, you mean, Fournette. You mean Leonard yeah, Fournette? Yeah, okay. I couldn't scroll down to yeah. the other one fast enough. <laughs> so you went with Duke. Nice. That was the wrong well, one. Adele's going to be a top 12 receiver. Uh, oh, hey, are we taking a bet on this one, Neil? I'll take the bet. So Jason is second to last. You want to read out his? And then Josh is so last. So Jason huh? has. Jason. You got Neil. Go. Jason started strong with Calvin Ridley, and then he, he when he popped that gummy, he went with Lockett, Judy, and Ruggs, and just doubled down on Bammer busts, <laughs> uh, as well as Lockett, who, who he's going to be a he's going to be a wide receiver one next year. That's not a debate. He's going to have two weeks of forty plus points, and then he's not going to score double digits. You, know, you talk about that just, like experience. <laughs> it's just a fact it's just a fact of life we've all accepted it and then josh bringing in the rear <laughs> he had in past tense he had mclaurin as his stud um and then just for safe measure he went and made sure that he got the the wide receiver two on the same team <laughs> um for uh, oh wait no they got fitzpatrick now so maybe maybe they can sustain two receivers but he's got McLaurin, Woods, and Curtis Samuel, and then uh, Cole Beasley with the the locks of love bringing in the rear at, at is wide Beasley on the four. team right now. He's still on the Bills. He's still there. Okay, maybe I heard he was going to get released, but so I do have McLaurin as a loser, but I mean as a winner. Yeah. Um, but then having <laughs> the Washington passing offense is it a strong suit? I don't think. Uh, to have their top two receiving options. I mean, maybe Fitz can do some more magic, but I think we all know he does good. We get his hopes up, and then he just does terrible for an entire year, changes teams, and comes off the bench and does well again. So um, I'll go ahead and say right now, I would take Josh's wide receivers over Jason and Horvath. I think that he's got a better – Still wide receivers. I think Judy and Sutton, they've got the same problem. And it's not their talent. It's a very irresponsible man back there, quarterback, who can't throw the ball at all. Yeah, I just – um, I mean, we all know you love Robert Woods, who's just the most wor- – Worst, mostest, terriblest guy on the on the planet. <laughs> oh, you mean a top fifteen wide receiver every yeah. year? I was just making up words to describe Robert Woods. That's my hatred for him. So if if y'all 
feel confident that Josh has finished. Josh will beat Andrew and Jason this year, wide receivers. His top four will beat those top four. Well, I also I, uh, maybe these top four. I still think that I, I guess all these guys will probably try to address wide receiver in the draft, um, which I think is a good draft for wide receivers. Yeah. I I don't know about that. That's just – I don't like having the two Washington guys. Robert Woods is just the most meh guy on the planet. I mean, Beasley might not be in the league, so that might actually be a good bet for us. Um, I don't know. Uh, that's just my thought on them. I think I think they all three have three of the top five dynasty wide receivers maybe. Oh, I guess Neil has three of them too. So that doesn't add up. Um, but like, I think we've spent we I think we've spent too much time on the bottom three receiver teams. Oh, should we? Let's <laughs> Neil. Neil, let's describe your wrong. team. For uh, we need like Seriously, an applause button. Your... <laughs> we need an applause button to to clap us off stage to move along. All right, Neil, just get it off your yeah. chest. Give me one minute of you talking about your receivers. Ready? Go. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> even need it. I don't even need a minute. You just look at the names, and it just tells you everything that you need to know. Um, you could just look at a picture of them. Just Google DK Metcalf or AJ Brown. Just Google image search it, and that's all you need to see. That's all you need to see. There, I got two fat heads of them on my ceiling at night, and I just look up and just tucks me in at night. And that's, that's a minute. Good job, Neil. Good job. <laughs> Wait, are you sure that's not Megan looking at the ceiling, by the way? We do it <laughs> okay. together. Um, Andrew, did you you ranked just these over here to the side? You want to run down that? Andrew, you still here with us? I think we lost Andrew. Um, so, well, anyways, for the wide receivers Let's go to the next. and running backs, basically we got Pimo coming up first with 16, Matt 14, Hyatt 13, Coleman 13, me 12, Neil and Josh both 11, Clifford 10, Jason 6, and Andrew 4th. Bringing up the rear. Uh, well, that was basically our rankings. Um. I do think, and I didn't think beforehand that Pima actually has a pretty good shot this year. Neil called a shot earlier on him. I think that's that's maybe not such a bad thing. Um, so I guess we're having technical difficulties with Andrew. Um, let's move on to what's more likely. Uh, Neil, you want to give me your what's more likely? All right. Um, so there's a little bit of a, a history lesson associated with this, but um, what's uh, my what's more likely is what's more likely will this freshman and sophomore class in this upcoming year outproduce? last year's freshman and sophomore class. So basically the what the kind of measure will be um, whether you are an RB1 or 
an RB two or a wide receiver one or a right wide receiver number two. So last year, a third of the RB one, RB two, wide receiver one, right wide receiver twos were either a rookie or a sophomore um, in the league. So will with this upcoming freshman class, um, will them and the sophomore class outproduce? This so there will be an overlay of this freshman, like of the. Okay, so Correct. they'll count. Yep, and I'll give you the lay of the land. So last year there were four RB1s that were a freshman or sophomore, and it was two and two. Uh, there were four additional RB2s, same mix, two and two. Mm. Um, for wide receivers, there were only two wide receiver ones, uh, one sophomore, one freshman, and then there were six wide receiver number twos, four of which were sophomores, two of which were freshmen. And so there was how many last year? Say that one more time. Sorry. You're throwing a lot of numbers at me. So yeah, there was, uh, yeah, I'm going to stun you with numbers. <laughs> Overall, there was eight RB1 slash twos. And then there was eight wide receiver one slash twos. So it's exactly a third um, of the freshmen, sophomores, that were RB1, wide receiver okay. one. Okay. So, hmm. Height, you got an answer? No. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what the or part is. That's... Uh, so, I'm going with <laughs> – I'm going – I might – would it be fair to split it up? I think there's going to be more freshman, sophomore running backs this year. But I think there's going to be less wide receivers – this year interesting. i just think well and mostly because i really think the sophomore class of running backs are so good that i think almost all of them are going to be in the top um and there was eight you said that last year who there was eight of each but running back eight running backs counting the twos it's hard counting the the wide receiver and running back twos because i was just thinking the top so all right i'm good yeah, yeah, basically. Top top, top I, I'm going last year. Then I'm going for all of the above last year's, uh, mostly because I don't see these guys, this class, being able to step in as well as last year's class did for some reason. Maybe practice is overrated. Hashtag Allen Iverson. Oh, hi. Um, what you got? I, I'm with you on this. I I think last year's class was actually fairly deep running back and wide receiver. Whereas this is this year's class, I think is much deeper at really it's not close depth wise at either position. So I think that last year's class is going to blow this one out of the water. Yeah. But you got to take into consideration too. Yeah. Last year's it's freshman. and Oh, sophomore. okay. Gotcha. So, um, I actually have, they're definitely going to be above because last year's class and this year's is super deep at wide receiver. Last year's class, super deep at running back. This year's super top heavy. But I think that they're going to outproduce at both. At running back? So nine at nine. I'm, I'm going nine or more are going to be top 24 so, at both at both, at both positions. positions. So 18 in total. So I still might go running back and then just not believe the wide receiver. I I think I'm actually with Hugh on this because I think running back, that makes more sense. And it's a lot 
easier to do because the back half of running backs is a mess. But I don't see it happening in wide receiver. I think there's I too many established because... wide receivers, um, and there's guys that can still jump up and that are already established in the league that were maybe out or hurt or something and can bounce back. Okay. Hi. What's yeah, your let's motor what's through more, this what's more likely part? What is more likely to happen? Joe Mixon and Zach Moss outscore all of Andrew's current running backs, or Andrew doesn't come in last? Current running backs like the entire squad of running backs, right? Yes, every single running back on your team. Mm. I'm almost just to say your entire team, but that seems a little bit too much. I but... mean, I, I know it's cool to shit on me right now, but you're being a, a little stupid there. I mean, I, I'm sorry. Which running backs are on the team and have a starting role right now besides Mike Davis? Connor. Oh, what team is he on? I don't, yeah, I don't think <laughs> he's on a team. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. Uh, I'm no, gonna no, no, Andrew's no, no. running that's back. Not, that's not part of the question. I'm including squad. his rookie. His current draft. squad. They're gonna outscore. I did specify. Well, oh, Mike Davis is the starter right now, right? So, um, I don't know about that. Yeah, I'm actually. I'm still going to go with. I think I'm going with Andrews, Andrews running backs, backs as well. Mostly because yeah, Mixon sucks balls and <laughs> Moss, whatever. And you know, Andrew might. Who knows? Like all these rookie running backs Enough this set. year actually did really good down the stretch. So he might find be peaking. What in week seventeen? <laughs> that's that's why I called the running backs on the team right now as a oh, currently I know. stance. I was yeah. more saying he might avoid losing the sack. Maybe. But, well, I got Damon Williams as a backup in Chicago. Benny Snell backup in Pittsburgh. Mike Davis the starter right now in Atlanta. Jamal Williams backup in uh, Detroit. I mean, Lev Bell, James Conner, they could all join another team. I guess. <laughs> gross. <laughs> this is yeah, gross. Exactly. <laughs> It's a it's a numbers game. It's right. a numbers right. game. I literally picked Andrew running backs, running backs from Jason I'm on team, team and I was like, I can't pick Dalvin Cook because it's just too easy. That's so funny. that's how I came up with this. Oh, I like it. Well, I would... all right, Andrew. Oh, all right, I'll go. Um, what's more Love likely? It. All right, Hugh, what ETN you got? Etn is better Andrew. than Najee, or Devontae Smith is better than Jamar Chase. And I was thinking this more like picture them in the perfect. Location. All of them, like, whatever you want their spot to be. Picture them there. So, say that again. ETN over Najee and then Devontae over Jamar. Basically, what most people have is the two number two and number two receiver over the number one and number one running back and wide receiver. I think Jamar, Jamar Chase has just a much higher ceiling, like he, than all the other three. Um, like the, I don't know, the number of times that Najee and ETN kind of flip-flop if they get starting roles will probably be the same. But um, So what you going with? Hmm. I'd go with Jamar Chase. Jamar? So yeah. wait, you so, think Devontae's going to be better than Jamar? You think that's more likely than ETN being better than? No, no, we're talking about like full season, right? So yeah, so you're comparing the running backs to each right. other, and so I would go with yeah, ETN over Najee. Okay, 
Hyatt, what's I'm, okay. I'm the same. ETN over. I'm, I'm now coming to man. Maybe it's because I could see myself being forced to take Smith. I think he might have a pretty like he. I don't think he can really improve much. I think he's already a finished product. So where I think Jamar could in a few years be Julio Jones. Um, I think Devontae could come out pretty strong, but that's just my thought. So I actually might go Devontae over Jamar this year. Well, um, Jamar Chase is only six foot, so he's he's no Julio. Let's just put oh, that, yeah, let's put that I, yeah, there. no. I mean, I'm just saying, like, he could be, like, maybe the most dominant receiver for multiple years here shortly. Um, hi, what, or no, uh, we got Neil. No, that's all of us, right? No, oh, I got to go. I got one. Okay, Andrew, that's it. All right, what is more likely? Coleman trades a wide receiver, most likely Allen Robinson or Michael Thomas, to Josh for probably Eckler before the preseason, or Neil trades Deshaun Watson for a six-pack and a cup of ramen noodles? Neil. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, that's funny. B for nothing. Yeah, it better be B for nothing. Coleman definitely needs depth. I think that's a very specific trade. Well, I'm just looking at Coleman. Obviously, has the top wide receivers. Josh obviously has the top running backs, and they both need the opposite. That's very true. So you did just have a match made in heaven, right? Um. All right. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go with that. I'll 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 give Neil (laughs) because I wouldn't personally give up a pack of ramen noodles <laughs> no give I mean, me you're my gonna end noodles. up getting nothing for deshaun watson literally nothing oh i think neil cut out too oh wait there he is here you are um yeah no i'm here yep he's done <laughs> you hear, you hear yeah, first sure won't play breaking again. news we're about to go viral <laughs> <laughs> he's done um, yeah, okay, well, let's done. move on to our he's, he's outro. Well, wait, Hugh, before I actually have yeah. a bonus, oh. what's more likely? Just a quick one. Okay, cool. What's up? All right, so uh, per Adam Schefter, Trevor Lawrence is obviously falling down the draft boards because no one came to his – or no, no Clemson player came to his birthday party, right? Yeah. A la draft day. So uh, <laughs> what's more likely? The Jaguars get cold feet and they pass on the obvious number one choice? in uh, Trevor Lawrence or Amanda gets cold feet and leaves you at the altar. <laughs> wow. The, Dude, the, Amanda's had a lot. All right. Let me, let me just lay the, this out. Amanda's had a lot of time. Um, so I think, I think I'm kind of safe there. And then, all right. I'm sorry. You're, time you're, is not on your like side. like bringing up the character time issue of a side. Urban Meyer player. Um, I don't think that man, as long as Trevor, like, hasn't murdered someone within the last, like, year, I think Urban's going there. So, <laughs> would you kill for this team? Yeah, right now. That's actually okay. how he does his recruiting. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know. How many people yeah. have you murdered? It's happening, damn it, Andrew. <laughs> Thank God she just went to soccer, too, so she can't hear this. Um... Yeah, so clearly she's not leaving me. I would do the leaving. I mean, I'm I'm the commodity in this relationship. Yeah, obviously. Clearly. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, well, let's move on to our last segments. Neil, what's your pooping, po- pooping and pondering by Neil? <laughs> wait, 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 one second, one second. Sorry. That's why Neil joined this podcast. <laughs> so what was the wisdom that just Sorry, happened? I just, yeah, I just, I just got up. My bad. All right, so I've been putting... I've been putting I've been putting a lot of thought behind this. Um, there's it's a somewhat consistent theme with what I talked about earlier, but I think we're all about to get our first dose of rookie draft and tracing chasing the dragon that that is. Um, so I got some stats for y'all of hit rates for rookie drafts. Um, so what do you think? the hit rate is on a first round rookie pick and I'm counting a hit as a top or 24 running back year. or a top 30 receiver. I'll say 35%. I'll say 20, 25%. I was going to say 25%. Uh, yes. Uh, y'all are way under. It's it's 45% in the first year. And then the probability that they will be Ooh, that's, a multi, um, I'll say so multiple years. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. 30. Yep. It's 31%. Um, so I think this is our first little dose of it where we're all valuing our rookie picks super high and, um, you know, some people are trading, you know, their first round regular season picks and their second round regular season picks and, um, not to name any names. Uh, but I think that we're all about to get a, a rude awakening to the well, rookie definitely, not, rate. definitely not me. I mean, um, my second round And that's pick. what I just spent it's the Justin last Jefferson, hour researching. So. Yeah. Come on, Neil. Give him credit. It was a third round. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will be curious to, uh, I would be curious to see what, cause I do think there's a pretty noticeable, like top, top half of the first round compared to the bottom half. Uh, I just think it's more, I mean, nothing's a guarantee period. Yeah. I was about to say, obviously <laughs> there's nothing a guarantee, like, but I like do Nikhil think Harry? there is like, like this year, the more I've been looking at, I think there is pretty much a top five. Um. Yeah, rugs. Yeah. Rugs. Well, rugs like was G- just a like stupid Judy? call from people. No, I'm saying yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying. Rager. Um, I do think, but like all the the top running backs all were hit. You know. I mean, did he go in the first round? Seriously, you must be talking. Okay, about I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> Yeah, it's also well, no, that's, yeah, it's also know. a fool's we were... errand to think that Probably. all rookies are supposed to explode their rookie year. So absolutely, yeah. Oh, but this is career. You're talking thirty percent. Corvette now rethinking his life. No, I still feel good about it. Thirty-three percent. Thirty-three percent. There could be <laughs> better than losing a hundred percent of the time. So Listen, maybe... between all the picks he has for the next uh, thirty-one two years, he's got to hit on at least one of them. Hugh, it's good math yeah. and good business. That's true. So that's that's true. exactly what I was going for. Yeah. Wow. That's heady. Heady play. That's for sure. Um, Hyatt, 
down at Hyatt's watering hole. What's up? Okay, so today, boys, we're going to talk about gin. I hate gin. It is one of my least favorite liquors, but I know a lot of people like it. It's like chewing. It doesn't matter. Chewing on some leaves. <laughs> it doesn't matter, though, if every once in a while I have a decent drink with gin in it, or if someone says, this one is really expensive and highly rated, you'll probably like it. I still hate it. And that is exactly how I feel about Amari Cooper. I can't stand him. <laughs> I feel cons- more consistently disappointed, underwhelmed, and disgusted by him than I do thinking that this is all right. It's fine. I understand that he is good in general for the Cowboys, but I don't think I will ever have him on my fantasy team, just like I will never have Jen in my house. Those are the thoughts from Hyatt's Watering Hole. Hyatt, wow. I got a beer bud for you. What's up? In our league throughout the entire year, per game, not for the for not for like total points, but per game, Amari Cooper outscores C D Lamb. No, I don't like that. That's interesting. So you one. do like Amari Cooper. There's no, I'm just saying I don't like I don't want to I don't like making bets with the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, I'll hey. take I'll take uh But how about this? Or, but what you're, I'll at, take Allen or Evans over. What him. you're saying is Allen. he's an expensive gin that you just don't like. Like it's nice, it's yeah. cool, it's yeah. nice, it's you know, high it's high quality, but yeah. just, I don't know. You know, I know I know some people really enjoy it and that's great. Good for them. I am glad that they like it and that they I think it's delicious. I think it's disgusting. All right, that's fair enough. Hyatt's actually kind of nailing the segment. Uh, I like hearing <laughs> Hyatt down at the watering hole. Two things Hyatt <laughs> spends a lot of time <laughs> with: drinking and fancy sports. Like it. Uh, Andrew. By the way, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait yeah, quick, quick side note: uh, that beer that I bought, Ninjas versus Unicorns, double IPA. It is delicious what? and incredible. Yum. Yeah. And it's the coolest can I think I've ever seen. For this weekend? Eh? Eh? Mm, I don't have that many left. Sorry. (laughs) You're a bastard. All right, Andrew. Risers of the Week brought to you by Hyatt Cialis. Cialis Cialis Prescription, yep. So I think we did hit on this already. My Riser of the Week is Terry McLaurin. All right, hear me out. So Josh has him. Whoa. Yep. Josh hey. Josh has him. Number number one wide receiver on his team. He is last in the wide receiver rankings currently. But Ryan Fitzmagic brings just an absolute gunslinger mentality to the Washington football team, right? Uh, oh yeah. A complete complete upgrade from Alex Smith and that idiot from uh Ohio State. No one, no one good from Ohio State. No one comes good comes <laughs> from Ohio State. But uh, Curtis Samuel obviously joined the team. They got um, the the younger guy, Gandy Golden, Logan Thomas, Antonio Gibson, and JD McKissick. The offense is going to be is really going to be insane this year. I think they're going to be really good. And Tanner McLaurin is uh, you know target number one on the offense, so he is definitely rising up my boards easily in a top ten position right now. I I agree. I I think I agree with all That's that. Solid. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, I really can't dispute that at <laughs> all. All right. All right. Well, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. All right. All right. Deontay Johnson drops will 
received the most targets of any wide receiver. Oh, next year. I'll make a beer bet on that. I will also make that bet. Well, well right, let's, let's hear him out. Hi, let's hear him out. Okay. Well, hear me out. I'm pretty sure last year, so last year, I think he was like fourth, but he was only 16 under, um, uh, what's his face? Diggs. He Diggs. was the leading. And, I mean, Deontay Johnson played three less games than him, and he had 16 less targets than him, which he can receive in a quarter with Ben Roethlisberger back there. I'm just saying, I really do think he – if he doesn't leave those three games, like, within the first – well, he missed one game, and he left two, uh, like, in the first quarter or first snap, basically. Um, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger can't throw the ball anywhere but – to the closest receiver, and that's always Deontay Johnson. Yeah, I got the stats so. right here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. 144 targets, which puts him at uh, sixth most. But out of the top, you know, seven or eight wide receivers with 140 targets or more, he got the fewest fantasy points per game. Plus, I think, you know, yeah, yeah Claypool, I think, I think it's just a better yeah. player. So, yeah, I mean – well, I think his biggest problem with those stats are he literally left two games with, like, 2% snap percentage mm-hmm. where he got hurt, you know, like, the first play. Um, so that does hurt his per game and all that because where other guys, like, miss games and it doesn't count, it actually counts for him. Um, but I seriously just think that Big Ben can't throw it. Like, he, he's just going to be – he's going to be Alex Smithing it out there. And instead of throwing it to running backs, he's going to throw it to Deontay. Well, Hyatt – But that's just yeah, – Hyatt, huh? Hyatt and I are here for you if you want to make that beer bet. Guys, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you get the entire field and I get one player doing something absurd. Uh, top yeah, five. Yeah, I was going to say top five. Oh, top five. Yeah, 100%. All right, I'll put that in the beer bets. All right. This is injury – like injuries don't like if he gets hurt for like half the season it doesn't count. No, absolutely not. So wait, yo, I all right, fine. I bet against every beer bet we make for injury purposes. <laughs> you can put me on the opposing side. Well, honestly, that's why I told Hyatt uh, fantasy points per game over total fantasy points. Okay, fantasy points per or average targets per game. How about that, big boy? Top five? I'll take that. Top five. Sure. Oh, wow. Sweet. I actually finally won one of these. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, sure you did. Um, all right. Give us a quick uh, rundown on um, our hockey team. Um, Do you happen to have the stats from last game? I'm just curious. Um, I believe we won. Yeah, we, did. we won. Oh, yeah. We finally won our first game, which is nice. Uh, Hyatt. You scored, right? I did score. That's right. Um, I scored once or twice or three or four or five. How many? No, six. I scored six. And Horvath, how many did you grab? I I got four posts, and they were pure. And they were posts. pure. Cool. They were pure wow. Cool. Was, did the goalie happen to be in net? Yeah, all four times, actually. Oh, shit. How, so how many of your – You didn't even get a shot, no. did you? How many of your goals – Zero shots. No, no. How, zero goals. How many of your goals wow. was the goalie not even there? Uh, Two. Yeah, you got two, yeah. two empty netters. Solidified. Yeah, you're welcome, by the way. The, you well, know that in, one in One of fairness, those other four – In Horvath, Horvath, one of those uh, posts, 
the goalie was not in the net. Yeah, he, he, he was he actually did. dove on the other side of the net. Yeah. So, I dicked him out of his fucking skates, and I hit the post. It was glorious. Gloriously bad. Wow, all Swedish, no finish. <laughs> wow. Well, well, Hugh, in the good yeah, stuff. I mean, uh, hi, in the next, like, six games from now, when you score your second goal, then we can talk. Listen, I just need to break the ice, mm-hmm. man. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, shooters got to shoot now. Heights is going to be firing them. Oh, yeah. But, guys, I think that sums it up. Basically, my rankings were flawless. My team's amazing. And I'm going to win every single year. But uh, other than that, thanks for joining. It was a blast. I hope our audio works a bit better this time. I know we already lost Neil, who was going to be my biggest Deontay Johnson supporter. Um, And I'll just leave you with, hey, Deontay Johnson's on the trading block, everyone. So trade for him. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Good work. Adios. See ya.